Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Chris is joined by Colin Alvers, who shares some insights on how he uses Squared Up Golf to help him pursue his goal of playing on the PGA Tour. This episode is sponsored by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business, but also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Colin Alvers with us from Squared Up Golf, uh, and we're going to talk through a little bit about how he's used his business in his professional training career to be a professional golfer. Colin, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you being flexible this morning. We got a little ice storm going on here in St. Louis. Yep. And so we're recording over <laughs> Zoom instead of being in studio. And people listening to this on audio have no clue what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, those are the no, ones no watching idea. on video. Yeah, those of us watching on video. And it doesn't help that we've got the Painting Contractors Expo coming up in two weeks. And so literally we have to shut recording down for a month. So I was like, we got to get these episodes recorded yep. today. So thanks for being flexible. I appreciate it. We're going to make the most of it. Uh, as business owners, we adapt and overcome, right? So, yep, you know it. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I, I Colin Alvers. Um, I grew up Collinsville, Illinois. Um, yep. You know, growing up Colin in Collinsville. Uh, it was always pretty interesting. Uh, so I had to, I've lived with that most of my life. Uh, but I do welcome everyone to, that everyone that comes into the city, you know, it's my, my town. Um, uh, yep. but <laughs> that's so I, sweet uh, of you. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I've been just one of the kind of those guys have always been, uh, in the athletic world. Um, most people don't know, but also someone in the music world as well, but, um, grew up playing every sport, you know, I had parents, uh, that are very athletic, grandparents, very athletic, just really a whole family. So it was kind of one of those things, like you kind of had to play something. Um, I took on to everything, um, in high school really started, you know, uh, kind of focusing more on a specific sport after a year or two. And, uh, you know, kind of fell with golf. I love the individual aspect about it. Uh, took it on a little bit more after that and into college. College was an interesting one. I uh, played my first year there, actually quit to pursue something else and then came right back to it and uh, have had a pretty interesting career since. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but sometimes you realize what you're really called to do and, and what you're passionate about. And sometimes it takes yep. stepping out and trying something different to realize that. Right. And yeah, I think I I learned more about golf while not playing golf for three, four years than I ever did, yeah. you know, being on the course, you know. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm really excited with where you're at uh, right now in your career and stuff. And it was it was fun playing golf with you in high school. And I remember you coming yeah. in as a freshman. Yep. 
uh, and I was a junior senior. I can't remember off yeah, the top of my head. Yeah, you were a junior. Yeah, we got to play junior. two okay. years. Okay, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what I thought. I thought two years, right? And I remember, yeah. you know, um, you definitely were an asset to our team, I guess, put it that way. You coming in as a freshman, shooting the scores you were, like part of me was a little ticked, right, being the junior. Yeah. <laughs> and like, here's this little punk freshman, you know, beating yeah. me. But um, but then I realized you were helping the team, and so I was all good with it. But uh yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's been cool to see where you've come from and kind of your journey and stuff. And I'm excited with where you're heading to and, and whatnot. And I know, um, you were in Florida whenever the pandemic started, um, yep. in the middle yep. of kind of working on, uh, the next level of, of the tour, if you will. So, uh, yeah. do you want to kind of share that? I love the, I love the story you yeah. tell. So I'm just going to let so, you share that real quick. It, it was real weird. I was down, uh, in the middle of, of qualifying, uh, and, it's a four-day tournament, so we got down there a few days early. We're going to stay, you know, a, a day or two later um, after the four days, and I had brought pretty much all my siblings, their spouses, kids, uh, my caddy, everybody down. We had this big house just outside of Orlando, and, you know, their vacation, I'm working, so, you know, there's that, yeah. uh, but it was a lot of fun. Was, uh, about third round started. Um, and they kind of let us know that something was going on and they they weren't going to release a whole lot of stuff. They weren't going to tell us much other than just, you know, here's your times, go out and play. Uh, here's your standings. And fourth day rolls around and they kind of said that there's talks of the tour being shut down and things kind of going away for the year, but they go play anyway. There's still our qualifying site. And there's like five or six others still to go um, in the months uh, leading and uh, after that round, we, we had kind of started hearing word from them that, you know, we got emails from directors and stuff that the tour probably was going to shut down and people just needed to kind of hold on. Well, mind you, we're in the middle of Florida and on vacation. We don't really know what's going on at all. Uh, we get into the airport and we're hearing things about, you know, some sickness, you know, kind of thing. And uh we're still really just not you know, in any sort of situation to know what exactly is going on. But I went to go get food and this lady and her child, he had five or six at the time and he was choking and like coughing. And the mom said, stop it. They're going to think you have it. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what's, what's going on? And like, I'd go back. What are you going to have? And, yeah, like I, I'm so confused. And so we finally get back uh, to Illinois and I think it was, it was three days, two or three days later, Illinois shut down. And we're still yeah. at this point of just like, what is happening? Then we got flooded yeah. with emails that this is shut down. U.S. Open qualifying is shut down. And it just, it was a chaotic mess after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, the reason I wanted to share that is kind of give some backstory then about, you know, I know you're kind of still working back on the tour and everything, right? Yep. I know you kind of shared with me, unfortunately, like some of you guys kind of had to start over. Um, yeah. But, you know, with with adversity builds character and, and better things come out of it, right? Which I'm sure, sure it's easier for you to say than understand and really feel that way. But <laughs> right. um, it's easy for me to sit here and say, oh, Colin, it's fine. It's just going to make you a better person. And you're like, yeah, that this really sucks. But, um, <laughs> but you know, in your time, you know, being here back at home over the last couple of years, um, you know, squared up golf is, has become a big part of your life. Right. And so yeah. how did the idea come, um, you know, kind of come about for you, for you to, to go down that path? So squared up golf actually, before even that time of being down there in Q school, 
um, it was, it was about a year before we'd kind of come up with the idea of something. I was approached by, uh, Brett Swip and Tim Fox who run and are part of, uh, organizations as in the 226 sports, uh, kind of brand, which does extreme, um, ex soft, uh, extreme softball and baseball, um, they, they own turn two, uh, baseball and softball training, uh, train performance, uh, the gym, uh, ball hog Academy, which is basketball. Uh, and they kind of asked me, you know, is there something like this model that we've created in golf? It's kind of like, no, there's, there's nothing like this, especially for juniors. Um, and then beyond and just the lesson world, there was nothing like it. And, uh, so we toyed around with ideas and coming up with just all sorts of things and what could be, um, and what maybe the market needed in the golf realm of, you know, showing people, this is not only how you get better, but offering them something that just, it was just a different experience. Um, and it, it was, yeah, it, we were working on that for about a year at that point. And then that all happened once as everything kind of shut down, we said, let's build it, let's go. And we kind of <laughs> ran from there. That's awesome. That's super cool. It, it's funny how sometimes things kind of force you into taking action yeah. on it, right? So yep. um, like timing worked out and everything. So how have you used um, squared up golf in the facilities? And, and for those listening that aren't familiar with it, I always take for granted. I just assume everybody knows exactly what it is, right? Um, right. You know, you guys have a couple of sim very high tech simulators. It's hands down yep. some of the best ones I've ever played on um, commercially, personally, any of them. It's they're they're the most accurate things. Um, and so you guys have a couple simulators in there and, yep. and a, a putting area and stuff for practice. Um, how have you used that to focus on building your game and your career as you're, you know, kind of launching yourself back out there onto the professional yep. circuit? Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things I was very, very picky. Like you said, you know, with them being so accurate, I was very picky on what I, I brought into the facility. You know, um, I focus uh, very heavily on you know, exactly what each club is going to do, not only exactly how far it's going to fly in the air, but also how high it's going to go, how much spin I can put on. And so I've used the technology to an extent that I'd never have been able to before. Visually and, and feel-wise, I was always, you know, I was always that feel player. Give me a hundred yards, I'll, I'll feel that shot. Um, I still do, but now I know where certain things are in my swing and certain clubs can do certain things. And you know, just the way the ball is going to react on the green a little bit more. I've been able to test a lot of different clubs, a lot of different golf balls, see the variations. That's been, that's been huge. That's very eye-opening to people is kind of go, you know, you have four golf balls that are supposed to be very similar, man, you can sit there and nitpick and really see the, the vast differences. Um, so I've used it a lot in the, you know, the, the, the equipment side, but also just, you know, the physical side of right now, you know, the big talk in golf is distance. Um, I will say, you know, I was always, I was always the, the longer guy, um, yep. you know, very few people I've ever been able to say, oh, they hit one past me consistently. You know, I almost really don't ever get to say that, you know, to be honest. Uh, and now it's striving for what can I physically do? You know, I'm not the biggest guy out there, not even close. Um, but to be able to hit a ball accurately, you know, 340, 50, 60, 70, even out to 400 yards consistently and accurately, you know, it's let me really train and go, what, what can my body do? And if I'm lacking in something, what is it? You know, and a lot of times what, what I see and uh, the golf world, you know, is being educated on now is 
you got two reasons you're going to hit the ball further is you've either got a lot of power or a lot of flexibility. And, you know, for someone like me, I have all the flexibility in the world. Um, I've got some power, but if I want to hit it further, I need power. So how do I go about that? And, uh, you know, I was able to really kind of dissect in my swing, where do I need to gain power, you know, body wise, what do I need to do? Um, so yeah, using the facility for those kind of things, just unreal, but also, you know, the whole, the short game side as well. And I, I get to practice, you know, my, my short game every day. And yeah. in these times of the year, you know, we got ice. I wasn't able to do that for years. You know, it was kind of downtime where I had to travel somewhere. Now I can just do it at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome. I love that. And I think, you know, I can see a lot of benefits. I know, you know, you and I went and, and played down there on a Thursday night and, yep. um, you know, I, I was happy with the score I shot and uh, you completely beat me. And as you should, honestly, <laughs> with as much as you play, but, but I actually was like, how many golf balls have you hit today? And you're like, this is probably at least a thousand, you know, a thousand plus. And I was like, yeah. holy smoke, you know, like, yeah. and so I, I think it's cool that you've been able to find, you know, a business opportunity that you can use to, you know, provide income for you and your family and stuff. Yep. And also, but like you're allowing it to grow your game, right. As people are in there, you yep. know, playing and you're hitting alongside them. I know sometimes you go there early in the morning, get a few hours of practice yep. in before you guys even open. Like, yep. I think it's super cool how you've been able to bridge those two things together. Um, and I think you're just going to see the results of that in your career here as, yeah. as you move and forward in the coming years. It's something I've had to learn over the year of being open of, you know, there's times I can't do anything because we're packed, which is awesome. It's a good thing. So, you know, if I've got lessons for four or five hours straight and there's rentals on this side and, you know, leagues go in or you know, whatever it may be, um, you know, I have to structure, if I only have 30 minutes between this and this, you know, I just have to be very conscious of what I practice, you know, because even alluding back to, you know, I probably had hit a thousand plus balls that day, each ball had a purpose. And there wasn't, you know, just hitting to hit because I, I'm horrible about that. I didn't grow up with a driving range. Of course, I was, you know, playing as a junior first tee, you hit two balls and, you know, you went from there and I dropped five balls here, five balls here and work on certain shots. That was my range. And I'm a horrible range player because I just get quick <laughs> and I can empty an extra large bucket quicker than anybody you've seen. And it is not good. Like, yeah, you know, that's, no. that's, I'll, I'll, I'll start hitting some shots that are, very very bad you would not expect <laughs> and uh it's just you know really dialing in uh you know being very time conscious of you know okay i have to do this this is what i need to do during this half hour this hour whatever i can get and just being very conscious of you know what am i going to do that's awesome well and i think that that you know you can kind of spin that in a couple of ways about being very intentional with your schedule and your time right yeah. like whether it's a yep. business owner whether it's somebody else that's you know working on improving their golf game like mm -hmm. i think what you just said really can resonate to everybody listening to this episode that you need to be intentional and have control of your schedule right a lot of people yep. are reactive yep. to their schedule they would get there that day and then realize oh crap i've got both simulators booked all day i have no time exactly. to practice Whereas you're at least smart enough and figure out and problem solve the day before or a couple of days before, like, oh, hey, we're full all day. I need to come in at eight in the morning, knock out a few yep. hours and then spend the rest of the day giving lessons, doing other things and stuff. And yep. so, um, you know, I, I definitely applaud you on that. And, you know, going back to, to what you were saying about like the distance thing in golf, right? Like, you know, it, I've always said it doesn't matter how hard you swing or how much power you have. It's your form. Right. And it's, yes. you know, like you said, the torque and the flexibility 
And um, yeah, it, it was fun playing with you that night and just seeing where your swings come over all the, the 10 to 12 yeah. years since the last time we had played together. Yeah. <laughs> so um, definitely a little, little difference for sure. But uh, oh yeah, um, for sure. So what are a few things um, that you've learned since, you know, getting involved? I saw it was yesterday, the one year anniversary. It was. Yeah. We, That's uh, awesome. We, we were supposed to open on the 15th because yeah, today's the 17th. So we were supposed yep. to open up on the 15th. We had a huge snowstorm ahead not open and then the 16th wound up being the day so that's awesome that's awesome well congrats on the one year anniversary um so what are a few things you've learned here in in the first year since you guys started this adventure so honestly i've said it a couple times to people um the things i thought we'd worry about we never worried about one thing the thought the stuff i thought would be like just smooth is anything were, yeah. were the stuff that we had to deal with constantly um and that okay. that goes as far as our academy um which is an, a, a completely new idea especially to this kind of area you know if you you think about select baseball or basketball hockey whatever it may be golf doesn't ever have that you play as an individual you don't train with a team you don't you know you're not a part of a program that goes out to tournaments together that you know practices you know indoors outdoors just the whole thing and uh the stuff that we thought would be easy with the academy was the hardest and the stuff that we thought would be the hardest was the easiest um and that went you know all the way down to just even the the building and the materials of you know our screens um you know they get so much impact a day you know we kind of say especially right now we're getting two to three thousand balls a day into those screens there's wear and tear um, there's wear and tear on the mats. There's wear and tear on just everything, seats, chairs. Um, it's just stuff that we didn't think we'd have to really focus on that much. You know, we knew we'd replace stuff or, you know, touch things up or, you know, make things a little better. We had to really kind of take some time out and, okay, we got to fix this now. We got to find solutions. Yeah. And it, uh, to be totally honest, the way we went about it, uh, we did it ourselves, which is a very big benefit to that. But at the same time, uh, there's a lot of engineering and a lot of, you know, I call them shower ideas where it's like, oh, I got an idea. I got to go try this out and see if this material or this idea works to prolong and make the end product the best. Yeah, that's awesome. What I think it's a true testament to, you know, anybody that starts a business, like I always say, you're going to change things. You're going to iterate mm-hmm. things like things are, you're going to have to trial and error some things. Right. Sure. And nobody wants to ever admit that going into business. They're like, well, I know I want to figure it all out first. And I'm like, you're no matter how much you try, you're not going yep. to. So don't even try. There's right? always like, balls. like it, it just going to yeah. happen. And it, it was, it was frustrating to be honest, the first couple months we were open, you know, even though our technology was better than everybody and our experience on a lot of the aspects were better than everyone's um, we still had the people that, well, how come we don't have this or this, or how come this, or how come this is this? And it's just like, Hey, this is like, we've been open two months. <laughs> We're in test phases still like, yeah. you know, there's some people that just don't understand it, but then I'll be honest, the majority a hundred percent get that, you know, it was, it was yeah. cool to add something new and then have someone that's been there before, or maybe as a regular and go, Oh, I noticed you added this or changed this. This is awesome. That's what yeah. we were talking about that the other day and how we, you know, we see that that's something you guys maybe would do at some point. And so that's, yep. that's always nice to see as well. 
Yeah, no, that's fine. Well, and I think, you know, it's an important note too. like the people that aren't willing to understand that this is going to sound harsh. So I'm going to say it. So you don't get in trouble for saying it. Like they're not your ideal customer. Like no, they're probably no, not the ideal the client. Yeah. yeah. We, we've said it multiple times and, you know, we're, we're really not afraid to say it of, we speak to a very specific market and a very specific kind of person, um, you know, especially on the training side, if you really want yeah. to get better at golf, you've got to let ego go and, you know, you got to take instruction and yeah. there's a lot of people that don't want, you know, they, they want to, we get it all the time, especially inside. And it's, well, outside that wouldn't have done that. It's like, well, it would have, and you just kind of have to hold your tongue, especially if they're just on a rental there and on their yep. own time. Just, okay. Well, yeah, sounds good. You know, yep. you're whatever you say, man, going buddy. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I love that. Um, so I know you guys are working on expanding soon. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm excited to see that you showed me the plans and, and I'm excited for all that to come to fruition for you guys. Yeah. Was that part of like, was that even on your guys' mind before you opened a year ago? That, yeah, like, I Hey, actually, this is something we could do or like, kind of walk me through that. Yeah. So I, that, that almost was, um, when we came up with what we have now, that was, that was being drawn up at the same time. Uh, okay that was kind of one of those things that um, the phase two of, you know, having instead of just, you know, the performance center and the training center that offers, you know, fun rentals and hangouts and stuff like that. We wanted to be able to have something else, you know, like a social that, you know, has full bar food, everything like that. Plus the entertainment side of uh, the simulators and being able to kind of do whatever on those uh, that was kind of always the plan to, you know, have both to where once as that's open, my training facility stays as a training facility and all the lessons, um, personal training, team training, uh, you know, academy, that's, that's their space. You know, that's our space to get better at golf. The other side is let's go have some fun with friends. And, uh, yep. you know, we've mixed the two right now, just in the space available to see what works and to test some waters with things. But you know, we, we've really seen the need and especially with, you know, just even all alone, our league, uh, we just, uh, we just wrapped up a 10 week league and we capped it off at 32 teams, which was honestly, it was too much, but we had the need for it. And, uh, we just started a new open league, you know, just week to week. And it'll be nice once as we get the new place, all that goes down there. And I don't feel pressed for, you know, time and stuff on the lesson side of, I can only do so many a day. I can only do so much of this day. Um, at that point, the training side is just open to, you know, if we can fill that up after not having all the entertainment stuff that, that would yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's exciting. It'll happen. Don't worry. It's just going to continue to take time. Do you yep. guys have a timeline on any of that yet? Or is it still just not all really. in the works? Yeah. yeah. Um, we've gotten approved with some stuff and just kind of keep, keep going along. Um, yeah. So just kind of waiting to hear next words of what the next stage is. Uh, the nice part is from my knowledge right now, I'm not going to do a lot of the building. I don't think like I did in the last That's one. Um, not that I yep. don't enjoy that. I, I really do. But um, I know a lot of the screen design testing, you know, R&D for that stuff. I will have a big hand in. So I'm just going to wait for my time yeah. to, to get in there and do that. That's cool. That's exciting, man. Um, so it's, so from a business perspective, what's been one of the biggest keys to the success you guys have had here in this first year? Yeah. So honestly, um, 
this is a hard one for a lot of people to understand in this, this business is, you know, and I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't fully understand it until I got with, you know, Brett and Tim and these people that have done this for so long. Um, you know, if just like on the baseball side, if you just had rentals and you lived and died on rentals, you die because you, I mean, it, it gets warm outside. It gets nice outside. There's, there's not, you can't do everything outside. And our purpose in our belief is we don't want you at our facility all the time. We want to get you better and more excited to play on the golf course. Like that's the whole yeah. point, you know? Uh, so if we lived and died by that, we'd, we'd already been closed there. There's no way we would have made it till now. Um, you know, we, we structured our business plan off of the training side, which, you know, personal lessons, group lessons, um, camps, clinics, stuff like that. And then also our academy. Our academy is the one that drives our business. Uh, it's so That's unique, awesome. so different. Uh, but the rewards that people, you know, parents see with these children and what we've already seen already, having our first team go through a year, um, we've doubled in size. And it's been amazing to watch junior golf start to get back up to a level where it hasn't been in some years' time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm sure like having the leagues, you know, and some of the other stuff that you guys offer, um, I'm sure that that's probably helped drive the revenue too, because it's just, it's been consistent, it, right? Like you guys are consistently, sure. yep. you know, and, having and people there. With leagues and rentals, <clears throat> we offer those services because we believe that once people get in that facility and see what's going on and see what we actually have to offer on the training side, people will sign it and they do. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I'd, I'd say out of, out of every 10 rentals of, you know, if there's four people in each rental out of 10 of those, I bet you we get five, six, seven every time, you know, signing up for lessons, signing up for another program. And, you know, you, you call it the upsell and it is um, because that's, you know, that's what the model's based off of, but yeah. that's the purpose. That's, that's why we want to bring people and get people in as much as we can and that's why our rental prices are so cheap is because yep. we know once as you see what we can actually offer you in your golf game, it, yeah. <laughs> it tells itself. That's awesome. No, I mean, I, we're, we're a perfect story of that. I say we as in like the group of friends that, you know, yep. I kept hearing about it. I knew you, I knew you had a big hand in it. I was like, I want to go check it out. Finally, we did over Christmas break, like a whole bunch of us were off on a Wednesday and like we walked in there and we were like, so we need to start coming here like every other week like you know and we, <laughs> yep. like a handful yep. of times we'll just come rent both simulators on a sunday and you know for three or yep. four hours and get six eight guys down there and stuff and you know and it's fun it's because you know it's like good simulators good environment like you know just realized all the benefits and um you know at some points this year post baby and craziness of personal life i definitely want to get yep. with you about a lesson probably because i'm like yeah, sure. i think you can definitely tweak some things in my swing and, and you know help so yep. so you, i'll be i'm the walking case study for what exactly yeah. what you just said so <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's so that's also awesome. one of those things we just you know i i know a lot of people in the area that give lessons and there's a lot that i have you know a lot of people that i have very good relationships with and that's i think what has grown that side as well is, you know, me doing personal lessons. It's, it's a relationship builder, you know, uh, knowing, you know, for instance, a, a gentleman that I give lessons to, you know, he's been in the middle of selling his house and getting ready with this and that he walks into the lesson. I could tell he was a little you know down about something. And I was like, what's going on with the house? He's oh, this buyer is back. But having that 10 minute conversation before yeah. a lesson, you know, 
it just brings a whole different aspect. Um, and I'll be honest, I got one story from that. My favorite academy moment. So one of the gentlemen that works uh, for us, he's going to school to be a teacher, a math teacher, way smarter than me. Um, I, it's a reason I can play golf because if I need this many fingers, I'm in trouble. Um, he, he's, you know, we're getting ready for academy practice and it was right after the high school season. One of the girls walks in and she, you could tell she was just not ready to be there. I was like, what's wrong? She goes, I have so much homework and this and that. And she's like, I just, I don't even want to send you off club right now. I said, what's your homework? And she goes, I have so much math. I said, perfect. So I grabbed Jacob. And I said, hey, don't worry about helping me tonight. Work with her. So for two hours, they did homework and he helped her. They got everything done. And at the end of practice, she just had this smile and this kind of, you know, bounciness of just being like, I don't have to go home and spend five hours doing this stuff that I don't understand. I spent two hours. I understand it all. Like she was ready to go. That was my favorite experience. And we didn't That's awesome. do anything with golf. Like, not that I'm saying we're going to help yeah. kids with homework, but you know, <laughs> right. yeah, you're not doing tutoring lessons. <laughs> no, yeah. gosh, no. No, you don't want me to. <laughs> right. Yeah, me either. No, that's awesome. That's super cool. And I think that that just goes to show like, you know, I, I believe that when businesses like focus on serving people and, you know, are focused on the greater good of like helping people grow themselves, whether it's through golf, whether it's through something else, like that's, that's when you guys are going to succeed. And I think that's why you guys have seen the success you have yep. is because of the relationships and the things that you're willing to do that maybe other places wouldn't, you know? Um, and so that's, that's definitely awesome. Um, well, as we kind of wrap up here, um, I, I definitely, I, I want to throw this out there for anybody that's listening, anybody that has kids that are in high school or younger and stuff. Um, I know as you're kind of working your way through the, the ranks of being a PGA pro and, and all those things, where do you start with that? Right? Like, that's a question. Yeah. Somebody's like, Oh yeah, Hey, my son's really interested in doing this. Where do you start? And I'm like, uh, I call Colin. I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. so, so I'm just curious, like where, where did you start on your path, you know, going through that process, man, you know, when it came to golf, you know, I kind of said it before, you know, I had a, I had a baseball bat, glove, golf club, soccer ball. I, I was in my hands when I was little, uh, yeah. the moment I kind of started really taking to golf, my grandpa, my grandpa actually worked at far Oaks a, a yeah. while ago. I was, I think it was like seven or eight. And they used to have a par three course. Well, I'd go to work with him and I'd play the par three course over and over and over. And that's what really sparked it was, you know, I went and played golf by myself and learned to love the game. But I also played with my dad, my grandpa, you know, I had these other people around me that anytime I had questions, Hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, but the, the big thing I see with kids nowadays, um, just with their access to as much as they have, there's, you know, the little camps and clinics and stuff like that are a good way to get them somewhat interested. But honestly, the one-on-one -on -one time that you can spend with them, you know, whether it's an evaluation or a lesson with me or something like that, you know, there's something in there that you can find. And it's, it's like golf, and you've probably attested this. It doesn't matter if you're the best golfer in the world or the worst golfer. There's some shot during a round of golf or, you know, even a driving range session that's going to bring you back. Oh, I did that. Like I could do that again. You know, uh, whether it's a hole out from 200 yards or a five foot putt, there's something that's going to bring you back. So just trying to trigger those moments for kids of, you know, finding that kind of little spark for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Um, 
Well, what's uh, what's one book that you're reading right now or that you've recently read at some point that you would recommend to other people? It doesn't whether it's business related, whether it's just personal development related. Um, you know, what's what's something you've read recently that could be a good asset to people? So so there's two. So the one and I'm on probably my third time of going through it. and I'm pretty slow with it. Um, super dyslexic. So reading isn't my favorite thing. But my grandfather gave it to me. He's he actually just gave me a bunch of other books to get through. Um, but it's, uh, it's called golf is not a game of perfect. Um, and it really speaks to, you know, there's a, there's a ton of stories with PGA professionals and you know guys that have lived through these, these times of you, you know, I boil it down to, you have to think about golf in a way of there's 18 perfect shots around. And most of those 18 perfect shots are going to be inches away because they're usually tap-ins. So getting upset in the wrong moments, which I'm you know, just as at fault than anyone else, you just have to really take it from you know a different perspective. And it really shows the perspective on why some of the greatest players in the world, not they're not necessarily the most talented people in the world. They, uh, they understand how golf works and how the mind plays more of a game than anything. Uh, the second one, is actually, uh, well, the Bible. I've been really heavy into uh, James Wong right now. And it's just the trials and temptations kind of thing of, you know, we're always going through those kind of things, but, you know, just the James 1, 2, just the first line of consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face a trial of many kinds, like that, that's a one that I have to really, remind myself a lot of whether it's in golf a life business whatever it is is you know look for the good in those trials and man i got to figure this out this sucks all blah 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 i get to figure this out i get to try this you know golf's a great reminder of bad shots are going to happen more than good shots usually yes okay what do i do on the next one how do i make that great you know i get to you know Honestly, you get to show off some things sometimes because of a bad shot. You know, you think about you know, one of my favorite things is Phil Mickelson. Some of the most amazing flop shots and recovery shots were because he hit a horrible shot before. And that's what he's known for is these amazing recovery shots. That's what it is. So I love that. I love that. It's it's not always about what happens to you, it's how you react to it, right? So yep, I love exactly. I love that. It it's it's uh I think that that verse is great in, in life, but in you know, especially in golf for sure. So I like mm-hmm. that you highlighted that. Um and no, I, I really appreciate you taking time to to come and record this today. I guess I can't say come and record this, but record yeah. this. Um, you know, online and, and block out some time. I know you're juggling a lot between getting ready for you know the upcoming golf season and, and business and family and everything. Yeah. So I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to chat with us. Um, if people are interested, you know, that are located here in the St. Louis area to come to Squared Up Golf, um, yeah. what's the easiest way they can get online and book a reservation um, and check out these simulators? Yeah. Easiest way is squaredupgolf.com. Um, you'll see a bunch of tabs at the top. So whatever you're looking for is on there. Uh, if it's lessons, awesome. I encourage you to fill out the free evaluation form that gets to us. We bring you in uh, for a free evaluation. Let's me take a look at, you know, what we're working with, uh, where we kind of build a plan out for you specifically. Um, rental side, there's a rental tab. Um, you click it, you fill, you fill out a little bit of uh, your information. So it gets you in our system. Then you get full access to seeing the schedule, you know, and uh, if you ever want to book, it's, it's pretty easy. You just click on it, fill it out and you, you're off. 
So I, I could figure it out. So I, I'm confident the listeners yeah. can too. So <laughs> um, no, Colin, that's awesome. We'll definitely look forward to watching uh, Squared Up's continued success, your yeah. continued success personally on the tour. Uh, best of luck here in, uh, in 2022. And I uh, look forward to seeing you again, man. Yes, thank you. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.